0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Phillips Laven of the 1012 Podcast here. Have you been listening to the show for a while and thought, you know, if that guy can do this, then so can I. Well, you're you're probably right. And it's worth giving a shot. The one question you're gonna ask yourself is how do I get my podcast out for everyone to listen to on iTunes, on Spotify? Well, you're gonna need a hosting site, and if I may make a suggestion, go with Anchor. Hey, everybody. Uh, real quick, as is often to happen, we recorded this episode on Tuesday, uh, and then on Wednesday, the news came out that Texas A&M would not be playing in the Gator Bowl due to COVID and injuries, so they're out. Uh, latest reports are that Rutgers will be playing in that game. That's according to uh, our back of The Athletic. So uh, we're, I'm not going to delete Daniel's pick uh, for his non-Big 12 Bowl. But I do want to know what his actual pick is now because we have made the adjustment. He is taking Miami of Ohio minus two and a half over North Texas, which we played on Thursday in the Frisco Bowl. So just a heads up, continue on with your regularly scheduled podcast. Welcome to the 10-12, the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference and eventually all 14. I'm your host, Philip Slavin. Thank you for joining us on this Thursday. It is our last episode of the 10 Podcast for 2021. This is it. This one's going to get you, or have to get you all the way through to the start of the new year, which is fine because we are making our bowl picks, which means these are all going to be relevant all the way down to Kansas State and LSU kicking off in the Texas Bowl all the way on January 4th, which I believe will be the next time we actually have an episode. Or is the next time? Yeah, that'll be the next one. The same day. We could just wait and pick. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I am excited. I am so excited. We've got bowl picks. And I'm a little bit... You know, it's happy, sad, because it's the last picks episode of the 2021 college football season here on the show. Um, so that means that two very good friends are joining me today to make our last picks of this uh, this football year. Chris Ross.
0: Hi. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I never know what to say to there. It's such an yep. awkward thing to do. Short, sweet, and yeah. eloquent. Right no. to the point. Thank you.
2: And uh, Daniel Alexander. What is up? Happy to be here. And uh, I'm tech we still live to take this thing down so don't get comfortable
1: yeah yeah we're gonna we're gonna update where the he says from so have place we haven't <laughs> talked since uh since championship uh weekend boys uh daniel by the way i like the tree it's a nice tree there behind you oh yeah you Merry like Christmas. that yeah nice yeah up. yeah it's good yeah very good yeah well, look we haven't talked since we were since we picked for championship weekend so we need to recap what happened just a few weekends ago last time we talked uh,
0: lincoln riley was at OU.
1: Last time we talked, oh, a lot yeah. of things were very different than they are today. Uh we can kind of go through that. I don't, I don't see any real reason to hit all of it. We got, we got a lot to get to today. I'm, I'm very excited about it. I really am. Um, all right, well, let's do it. Let's just hit to it. Uh Daniel, you were the winner of Championship Weekend. Bravo, sir. Congratulations. Very nice with so a four and three record. Hit on the over forty nine and a half in Alabama, Georgia. Hit on the under. 71 and a half in Wake Forest Pitt hit on Michigan minus minus ten and a half uh, in Michigan, Iowa, and hit on Baylor plus five and a half in OSU versus Baylor in the big 12 title game missed on Oregon plus three versus Utah missed on Houston plus plus ten and a half for Cincinnati and uh, the Mountain West conference game, the under 51 and a half that went uh, way over Utah state just didn't stop scoring. Just could not stop scoring on San Diego state there. Man, you, uh, that, yeah, go ahead. Sir. Go, you,
2: I just want to give a little hat tip to Utah state. I mean, I wasn't even really invested in their season or their game, but I think their preseason win total was like three and a half or something. And mm-hmm. then, you know, they just go have this epic season and then blow the doors off San Diego state. So I'm glad I won the week and, you know, a little extra congratulations to Utah state.
1: I, and triumphant turnaround very quickly for Blake Anderson in his first season there. Uh, brings your total to 47 and 53 on the year. Uh, Chris, you and I tied that week. We both went three and four. Chris hit on Utah minus two and a half in the Pac-12 championship. Hit on Cincinnati minus, Cincinnati minus ten and a half in the AAC championship. And hit on Louisiana plus three in that Samba championship. Uh, missed on All- or, uh, Georgia minus six and a half in the SEC game. Missed on Wake plus three. Uh, in the ACC, missed on Iowa plus 11 versus Michigan, and missed on Oklahoma State minus five to bring your grand total to 49.50 and one, sir. How you feeling?
0: Uh, it was a bit rough as an Oklahoma State fan. That was a tough game, but uh, it was also like forever ago, and I barely remember it. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm still living off Bedlam, and I will be living off Bedlam all the way until the next football season. And
0: see, I no, stop, that. stop. That I is am, such an I Oklahoma am. State mentality to have. Like, it was a tough game; they lost. Like,
1: yeah, and I'm you don't win this. every football game. It was. And I'm thoroughly enjoying, still to this day, anytime someone pulls up the highlight of the fourth down stop to win Bedlam. I'm very much enjoying it. That doesn't mean, like, I'm okay with the loss, uh-huh. of Baylor. It's not the end of the world. It doesn't doesn't yeah. it doesn't hurt me all that much. What were
0: they preseason fifth? So, I mean, Who, it was a great Baylor? season. No, Oklahoma no. State, Baylor was like oh, eighth. Yeah. It, yeah. Was a, it, it was it was a great was, season for both schools,
1: you know. Absolutely, absolutely. And there was no Oklahoma or Texas, yeah. so Good good news for the future Big 12. Uh, I also went three and four hit on Utah minus two and a half. Uh hit on the over forty-nine and a half in Alabama, Georgia, and hit on Michigan minus ten and a half. Missed on the under fifty-three in Cincinnati, Houston, missed on the over seventy-one in Wake Forest Pitt, missed on the over forty-six and a half in Oklahoma State Baylor. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, and Western Kentucky missed on minus three in the uh in that championship game. It's the Sun Belt. I just couldn't give, give me a second. Uh man. Western Kentucky. Ended on a high note, getting their bowl win. Congratulations to uh, to Zappi on breaking both the uh, season total passing yards record and the season total touchdown record. Uh, the yards was a record set by, and I'm going to forget the name of the quarterback, but he used to play for Texas Tech way back in the day. And then, of course, the touchdown record was, uh, uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, LSU quarterback who won the national championship is now Burrow, sitting there. Joe Burrow. Thank yeah, you. Joe Burrow. And Cincinnati yeah. tearing it up. Oh, I cannot think of the Texas Tech quarterback who had that. I don't know. Anyways. Come on. I'll
2: just, I'll just check real quick. Was it Harrell? You,
1: you Google that. No, it wasn't, Graham Harrow. Uh, which brings uh, my total of 53 and 47. So I retain the lead heading into our final picks episode. I am 53 and 47. Chris is 49, 50, and 1. Daniel is 47 and 53. So nobody is out of this. We're going to do eight picks today. All seven Big 12 games and one non-Big 12 game, one extra bowl game of our choosing. That's eight picks. I have a six-game lead on Daniel, so he has an opportunity. He's still in this. Somebody's got to win this thing. Somebody is gonna. We're going to find out who. Before we dive into our picks, bowl games are still going on, which means you still have a chance, especially if you own a share of a Big 12 team on Symbol, to win symbol of course is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge symbol you can trade sports teams like stocks mlb nfl nhl nba and college football and every time your team wins you earn cash so buy low sell high, or just sit on your kansas share like i do for the next few years and earn cash payouts when your teams win Here's the deal. You've been hearing us talk about this all football season. Uh, if it's something you've just can just on the on the edge of trying, haven't haven't quite pulled the pin to check out yet, go to symbol.com, s-i-m-b-u-l-l.com, create a free account, poke around, take a look. When you make your first deposit, make sure to use the promo code NETWORK12, network N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2, for a money-back guarantee. Here's how this works: all listeners of this show. And all listeners of the network, so if you have another show that you prefer or is your favorite show, be it Raspberry Voice Kids or Rock Chop Podcast or Feels Like 45, any one of them. I don't care whose promo code you use. Money-back guarantee means that even if you lose money in the first 90 days, Simple will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. That means you put your first deposit in, up to $500. You don't like it, you lose money, it's not your jam. Within the first 90 days, They'll give you all your money back, every penny, no questions asked, no problem. It's risk-free. It's a great way to try it out. It's a great way to test it out. See how you feel. Again, college football season's almost wrapped up, but NBA is going strong. NFL still got games. NHL season is still going. So you got plenty of opportunities if you wanted to hop in and play and pick some, pick some teams from some different sports. College basketball is coming next year, Premier League's coming next year. Maybe you want to try it out until you hop it until those arrive. Give it a shot. So Symbol.com, promo code network12, take advantage of the money back guarantee. Join Symbol and start investing and profiting from your favorite teams today.
0: Hey there, 1012 Network listeners. This is Dustin from the Scott and Holman Podcast, the original Houston Cougar Athletics Podcast and the latest member of the 1012 Network. Uh my co-host Sam, do you want to tell the fine folks what the Scott Holman podcast is all about? I sure do. We come on here at
2: least once a week and we talk all things going on in the world of Houston Cougar sports. Plus, we usually find time for some of what's going on in our future conference, our current conference, and really the college sports world at large. We're not just a football, men's basketball podcast. We really pride ourselves here on the fact that every single team that wears the Scarlet and Albino in Houston and their jerseys gets time on our show. Plus, from time to time, we bring on some guests ranging from opposing team experts to even former Olympic great Carl Lewis.
0: So be sure to search the Scott and Homan podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, we spell podcast P-A-W-D cast because we are oh so
1: funny like that. All right, you guys ready? Ready yep. to rock. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's just, We're going into this hard. All right. Uh, typically, we go in chronological order. Not today, folks. We're mixing it up today. We are not going in chronological order because that means I have to do Kansas State and LSU last, and I don't really want to do Kansas State and LSU last. So we're going to go in the order in which I ranked the quality of these matchups in these bowl games from last to first you uh, missed that episode a couple of uh, episodes ago we ranked the bowl matchups if you missed that don't worry because now you're going to get to find out what those were again i also posted them on our instagram account at 1012 pod t-e-n the number 12 the word well i guess p-o-d not really a word <clears throat> anywho all right so in our last place ranking, a game that should be a bigger deal, but when both teams lose their head coaches and parts of their staff and see players enter the transfer portal and opt out, it really lowers the quality of what should be a really good matchup between the Big 12 and the Pac-12. I am, of course, talking about the Alamo Bowl featuring Oklahoma and Oregon. Yes, I ranked it last. Guys, Neither. Who, uh, can you tell me who's coaching or playing in this team? No, you cannot. Don't even try. All right, so Oklahoma and Oregon. <clears throat> Bob Stoops. Oh, that's right, Bob Stoops is coaching. I'm just kidding. Um, Oklahoma currently about a four and a half point favorite over under a 61 and a half. Daniel, as our big winner from championship weekend, you're up first, sir. This,
2: uh, this is tough. Right? I mean, look, I just want to start by saying this about all these games. Um, every single day of Bull games this year, there's going to be some team where it's announced, oh, by the way, half the guys didn't travel in our plane. And you're going to see the lines move three, four, five points, you know, in two hours before kick that happened a little bit um, with San Diego state UTS. It was sort of very quietly announced like, Oh, by the way, 22 guys in a lot of them starters didn't travel and you know, they're not here and you just see this crazy line move. So I'm going to, I'm giving us that caveat for all of these picks, you know, they might, you might get to this Oregon, Oklahoma game. And it's like, Hey, Oklahoma showing up with 10 guys to play. And next thing you know, it's Oregon minus seven or something. So with all of that said, I'm going to go with Oklahoma here. I feel like this Oregon team underperformed all year. Their, their season did not go as planned. Look, it was a stacked team and you know, I don't know what it was, you know, we'll never know if it was coaching or just the attitude in the, in the locker room, but this team should have won the PAC 12. This team should have been undefeated. I mean, I don't know. Utah beat them twice. They had that loss to Stanford, but the team was talented enough to be undefeated. So this sort of feels like a consolation prize. You got a coach who left town. Uh, You've got their best player on defense has said he's not playing. You know, I don't know that Oregon really has anything going for it here and any reason to care to hang around. At least with Stoops, with Oklahoma, you get a little bit of raw, rah nostalgia, let's try to get a win for the program. I'm going to Oklahoma four and a half here.
1: So when I look at bowls, because I don't have statistical records of, of everything, and frankly, bowl games, like, throw it all out because you just never know. Sure. There's so many things going to go into bowl games. So to me, there's three things that matter to me. Um, who's still around? Who's actually still playing in this game? How many opt-outs have you had and who is opted out? Number two, who's technically the better team, right? And then last but not least, and most important to me is who gives a shit? Who actually, if you can figure it out, who actually seems like they probably want to play in this game? You know, because all SEC teams, they don't, they don't care about bowl games. Their season is over. Bowls don't matter, especially when they lose. What teams care about bowl games? I know there's lots of people in the media who are like, bowls don't matter. You tell that to every team that's won their bowl game so far and looks like they've just, you know, won the championship because they're, they're thrilled and excited and happy because bowls do matter and bowls are fun. And if you don't think you don't like bowl games, that's fine. Go find something else to watch and stop complaining about it. So who cares about being in this bowl game? I look at these two teams. You see the guys that are transferred for Oklahoma. You look at Oregon. You see the guys that are transferring out. And I think the point you guys made, or at least you made, and the point you brought up, Chris, on um, Bob still being around, that Bob Stoops is coming to coach this team in this bowl game. I think he can inspire this team to actually care. New head coach is in. It's a former DC who's been around Oklahoma a long time ago. People like Brent Venables. A lot of the coaching staff is going to stay that was that was here and has been here. Cale Gundy is going to outlive everybody on this coaching staff. and It doesn't matter who comes and goes. Cale Gundy will be there forever. Cale uh, Gundy will probably outlast. Uh, it will be at OU probably longer than Mike Gundy is at Oklahoma State. Let's just call it what it is now. I, I side with OU. If, if these teams both had their head coaches, I would still probably side with OU, not by four and a half. Like I feel like it'd be a closer game, but with Bob Stoops calling the plays, I got no feeling out of Oregon. I, they've got their head coach in place, but none of it makes you go. Yeah. I'm, you just feel the excitement coming from Oregon out of with everything that's going on. I get the feeling. OU wants to play this game. Not to mention if I, I'm going to, I'm just to state this off the top of my head. I'm pretty sure the big 12 has like dominated in this game on a regular basis. Like I'm pretty sure the Big Twelve's record in the Alamo Bowl since it's been these two te- like two conferences playing off for the last few years. It feels like the Big 12 wins it on a pre- pretty regular basis. I think the top of the Big 12, even if we're getting a third-place team, is better than the top of the Pac-12. So I- I'm going to take Oklahoma. I will take the four and a half as well. Uh, Chris, what are you thinking?
0: Yeah, I guess this is a sweep because I, I think OU's in trouble a couple years from now. Uh, I think that they're probably in, by their standards... Some rough years where they're gonna have nine wins, ten wins, mat ceiling, right? Um, but right now, I think staring that in the face, they need some, they need a morale lift. And I think Stoops wants to give that. You know, he's coming into the program, and he cares deeply about this program, and he's going to get them a much needed win. I mean, you still have Caleb Williams, that's a huge Boone right now i think the biggest loss is probably stagner uh because obviously he was you know he was huge in bed in bedlam but that you can overcome that i think the i think i guess the win here
1: uh to back up what i had to say uh the big 12 is seven and three in the last 10 alamo bowls the losses were Uh, lower ranked Iowa state lost by two in 2018 to Washington state. It doesn't matter. Point is the big 12 is seven and three in the Alamo bowl. I feel pretty good about the big 12 in the Alamo bowl. I feel pretty good. Now we all picked the same thing, which doesn't bode well for this pick, but that's okay. It's bowl season. It's all for fun. <coughs> all right, moving up number six in the rankings for us, Kansas state LSU in the Texas bowl. And the reason I have this one here, as I mentioned before, I am intrigued by, Kansas State, essentially, without saying it, but kind of saying it, this is, this is, um, Klein, I'm the, I want to say Chris Klein. It's not Chris Klein. It's Chris Kleinman. Klein. No, Klein. Oh, former quarterback gotcha. for Kansas State is getting the opportunity to be the OC here because former OC, um, uh, now I'm bad with names today. I'm just going to say it. I don't even care. It's the holidays. Get out. Get off my back. Um, former Kansas State quarterback Klein. I don't know. I'll don't i figure out his first name later, uh, is being given the chance to be the OC in this game. I'm interested to see how he does, because it does feel like he's being given a chance to kind of audition for the job. It also sounds like, according to what we've heard today... Colin? Yes, Colin Klein. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Skyler Thompson, now this is on Tuesday, recording this Tuesday night, Skyler Thompson is expected to be able to play in this game. I think that makes a major difference in this game versus the two backups that I don't, I don't feel particularly good about. Uh, Kansas state, man, this line is all over the place. I see two and a half. I see three, uh, over under pretty much even at 47. Um, due to our pecking order, I think I am up first. Kansas state is the favorite in this game. And that is really, well, Okay. I'm seriously looking at the lines today. I am I I did some like pre-thought research, but not actually looking at lines, which is probably not the best thing to do. I'm just sitting on my lead, feeling really confident. Kansas State's a favorite in this game, and I'm a little bit surprised by that. Look, I, I do think Kansas State's a good team. I know Coach O is gone. He is not coaching in this game for LSU. Uh, nobody has any idea who's actually going to play quarterback for LSU. They played pretty well down the stretch. They didn't give up. They, they they still played hard. I don't know if LSU cares about this game. I feel like every Big 12 team cares about their bowl game. I think Kansas State is very excited to be here. I do think Kansas State cares. It's weird that this game is on January 4th all by itself after the New Year's games, a couple days before the playoff takes off. It's in this weird solo 9 p.m. kickoff spot. I'm going to take, what's the best sign I can get? Uh, looks like I've got some three and a halfs. Is that what you see, Daniel? Who uh, who you take here? Uh, well, I see. I see minus three and a half. Is about, I'm going to take LSU plus three and a half, and I think three and a half is the best mm-hmm. I can do. I see it at Caesars. I see it at. Yeah, DraftKings, FanDuel, okay. juiced up three. I'm yeah. taking LSU plus three and a half because I can see Kansas State winning this, but uh, that hook gives me the confidence to take LSU to cover and probably only lose by about a touchdown or about a sorry by about a field goal. I mentally prepared myself for this, and then I've had like sick kids all night, and now I feel like I'm just all over the map. I'm taking LSU plus three and a half. Daniel, if you feel if if that's not a weird line, no, 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 that's that's good. That's That's available. Just make sure. Okay, Uh, Chris, what are you thinking? Yeah, this
0: is kind of a a weird one. I mean, efficiency stats give the edge to Kansas State, but not not three and a half, four points, or whatever it is. That's uh, that seems rich. It's so weird because both of these both these teams their last outing. You know, Kansas State lost to Texas, which not very many teams did in the latter half of the season. And you have LSU who got the win over A and M. But then look at where they. Oh man, this is tough. I I am leaning towards LSU, but you already picked them. So in a bit of a game move, I'm going to take the over. Because I just think that this game is going to be a little sloppier than we're used to seeing from these two teams, and defense is maybe not quite what we'd expect them to be. I mean, how do you prepare for someone you don't know who the quarterback is going to be?
1: Well, I mean, I trust LSU's defense more than our offense, and I think I trust Kansas State's defense pretty well. Uh, Looks like the best I get you is a 47, so I give you the over 47. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Daniel? Oh, sorry, Chris, you got more to say?
0: No, I was just going to say that like part of that is that the over does seem really low, and I and I get what you would think this game be low scoring. There's going to play that – I think maybe there's a few more points here than we think there's going to be.
2: I'm also going to – no, I'm taking Kansas State here. Kansas State's going to cover. There are some 2 and a halfs on the board. There there's more are. 2 and a halfs than there are the the lone three-and-a-half or two that you found. Um just having to sit back and look at this game this seems like kansas state this is going to be a spot where they're actually going to care um oc is going to try to show out a little bit you know try to maybe give the touchdown to that to that fifth year senior who hasn't you know had any touchdowns in his career that sort of thing this is just the kind of game that's ripe for for kansas state to cover and even sort of blow out i mean LSU, what the hell do they care in any way whatsoever about going out to this game and performing? Are these kids even like how much is the team even going to practice or prepare? All I'm assuming all of their sort of NFL look type guys, none of them are gonna take a single snap in this game. This just feels like a K-State party here.
0: The the one thing that I would probably add before you make your final pick, and Philip. Is I'm going a little off the cuff here. Is that Kansas State typically does not play well in Bulls?
2: You saying that makes me want to take me more now. I feel like that's if you're trying to set a trap on me. <laughs> I, I'm just
0: putting that information out there. That typically, it's one of those things I think it became from Snyder was so good. Like you couldn't out prepare him in one week. But if you had a decent amount of time, then that coaching gap wasn't enough to. For the Wildcats to get the win, you know let's it was just, just pull it up right here. Let's just take a look.
1: Kleiman so is one and zero in bowl games at Kansas State. Uh, Snyder won his last two, but before that, from I mean, why, what year you want me to pick? I can pick since two thousand. They were, I got
2: it. But so they're they're three and seven. Just uh, just as far as wins go, they're three and seven in bowl games since since two thousand seven.
1: Yeah,
2: let's see.
0: here. I didn't have the since, stat in front of me, but that is something yeah. that just kind of sticks with me.
2: Uh, but there were a dog in six of those games. they were one in five as dogs. They're a favorite here. I like them. All right. Oh, that's spread. Uh, oh, excuse me. That's spread. That's three and seven against the
1: spread. Excuse me. That's... No, but they're also three and... What is it? One, two, three, four, five, six. No, seven. Yeah, Kleiman did not win his first one. He lost Liberty Bowl. My bad. Uh, yeah, they're three and seven since uh, 2006. that's not that's not bad for a stat off the cuff
0: no just going off the memory
2: k-state oh this is a k-state party let's go block
1: party give it to me wildcats (laughs) two and a half minus two and a half yeah yeah oh yeah all right uh moving up the list west virginia and minnesota uh have to travel all the way to arizona to play a game that doesn't kick off until 9 15 god's time so good luck to west virginia fans staying up for that one. In the guaranteed rate bowl, like at least the Cheez-It Bowl is a fun like sponsor. You know, you get the Sugar and the Liberty and the Texas and the Alamo Classical. Then you get the guaranteed rate bowl. This is the old Cheez-It Bowl before the Cheez-It Bowl sponsors the one in Orlando now. And now this is the guaranteed rate bowl. Anyways, uh, West Virginia versus Minnesota. Minnesota, uh, currently about a four point favorite. Uh, Looks pretty consensus across the board. Over under around 44 and a half. Chris, what would you like here, sir?
0: Well, I'm going to caveat this by saying that I don't know if there's any notable uh, opt-outs for this game. Um, But on its face, I think Minnesota is the better team. And I'm actually surprised the line is as low as it is because efficiency has this game almost doubled what the line is at. Um, I don't know. I just... All season, I just... The Minnesota or the Minnesota, the West Virginia team, they're up and down. And one minute you don't believe in Deggy, and the next minute, you know, he has a pretty decent game and you got to give him credit. But I don't know. This, some bit of it seems off. I'm going to say Minnesota.
1: Okay. And again, the best line I can get you, let's see. I see a four and a half at win bet. Daniel, I want to make sure I'm not looking at weird lines. No, no, um, no. That's, a, that's just four to be four and a half, right? Yeah. Okay. So well, I'm gonna I give
2: you you four and a half is pretty consensus right now. Well, wow,
1: but you want you want Minnesota, so you want the four. Yeah, I want the best. Yeah, oh,
2: I I mean right. four. I don't see any fours. There's two fours. Bet MGM and four Caesars is a four. Caesars are both four. That's there.
0: That's slow lines. Yeah. Wait. So you don't think Bet MGM and Caesars is legit? We we are losing more and more books as the season goes on.
2: No, they're legit. I'm just. I'm curious if they're really hanging
1: that. That's all. We got it at the Peppermill. Uh I think you can get down there real quick, Chris. <laughs> yeah, you, you can get, get, get any line you want if you're betting hey man, on there. If it's listed, I'm taking it. It's a four. <laughs> all right, four. Uh Daniel, what do you want, sir?
2: You gotta you gotta go next. You gotta go next. Oh, me? Yeah, I gotta okay. catch I gotta play some game theory here.
1: Oh,
0: so Philip goes the, okay. the first the rest <laughs> of the way out. Daniel
1: Daniel wants to go after me every time.
2: All right, all right. You know what? Not every time. I have a one no or two idea. I'm gonna
1: be I'm gonna be blunt. I'm gonna be perfectly blunt here. Minnesota, I think, is the better team. Um I don't know what opt-outs they have. I know they're our offensive coordinator. Uh, uh I think Chiracka got fired or left, if I remember correctly. Um here's the other problem. I don't know. Minnesota has the opt out, but West Virginia is not going to have Letty Brown. West Virginia and that, like, they're not going to Letty Brown. And like, we can talk about like the the West Virginia if they can run for a hundred yards, they're unbeaten, and if they don't, they lose. It's very simple. Like, either they win with a hundred yards rushing, or they don't get hundred yards rushing and they don't win. Well, they're not going to have their best running back in this game against a Minnesota team that I do think is better than them. Like. This is the one game like I, I think Kansas State can beat LSU. I would lean towards LSU. This is the one Big 12 game where I'm like, mm, I don't think that's going to happen. But it's bowl games, and bowl games are weird. And I think, I don't think this like hasn't, this game has any impact on Neil Brown's future. Like that's, that's next year. Daggy's coming back for another year.
0: I mean, you mentioned the running game. Minnesota's run defense is not
1: bad, it's not bad. Uh, I think Minnesota wins this game. I really do. Look at that total. Mm, 45, 45. Let's see something here real quick. I'm, I'm doing research on, on the fly, which is obviously really good <laughs> in an auditory uh platform uh, to be doing.
0: Yeah, I don't know why I'm pumping up the Minnesota defense for you when I want you to pick opposite of me.
1: You know what? I'm going to take the over. West Virginia's defense is good. Minnesota's defense is is solid. Um
0: so you're taking more points.
1: I'm it's a bowl game. It is a bowl
0: game. I, you know that was my argument earlier. I can I'm just it was and like the way it you doesn't said it. make any
1: sense. It's so like it's it's almost like 3 points too low. If it was 48, I'd be like, all right, I'm not going to touch it." But at 45, I can see this being a like uh, a twenty-eight, twenty-four kind of game. Like again, it's a bowl game. Late at night, and weird it's stuff be happens. Stupid. Late at night, in the desert. Yeah, give me the. Let's see. Can I find anything better than forty? I don't think I see anything better than forty-five. But I'm gonna take the over. If I find a forty-four and a half, oh, oh, please. Uh, mm, no, we don't count South Point. We don't count. Oh, South Point.
2: South Point's legit.
1: Okay. What about Atlantis? Yeah. All right, well, that's two. So I get two forty-four and a half. I'm taking the over 44 and a half in this game. I love me some overs. Uh, even a big Twelve play where the under is king. Uh, all right, Daniel, now you can go. Uh, did I help you any? Does this does this help make it easier for you?
2: Yeah, what?
1: I'm just so torn.
2: This I, I've got stuff every single direction on this game. Uh, real life, I'll be passing. I'm, I'm not going to have any money wagered on this. Mm-mm. Fleck... I feel like this Minnesota team, they had no okay K season, but like it still felt like they sort of underperformed in a sense. That loss to Bowling Green. Still so bad. It's like they played down to so many teams. I'm taking West Virginia four and a half. I, I, I don't like this low total Minnesota uh, their their best running backs also out for this game just feels like like really minnesota has to go and like go win this game by a touchdown or more it just doesn't feel that way i mean as long as west virginia cares which i have no idea if they're going to or not but uh if west virginia cares this is gonna be a tight game it's gonna be a close game
1: give me west virginia four and a half i can get you five at circa oh yeah kings there you go all right uh west virginia plus five all right uh before we hit to the top half of our list. Look, this is gonna come out on the 23rd. And and folks, like buying Christmas presents now, you pass on just get down to Walgreens, cause ain't nothing you order gonna make it in time. It's not gonna happen. Unless you're okay giving one of two options a gift card or the picture of the thing that you have purchased for the person, right? Like, maybe they'll be okay with that. And I bet they'll be okay with that if that photo is of the most comfortable vintage college sports apparel you could possibly purchase for the person on your Christmas shopping list. And that is, of course, from Homefield Apparel. Guys, I, I can't think of a better Christmas gift to be under the tree for me than something from Homefield. One of their super comfortable sweaters, or hoodies, or joggers, or t shirts from schools like Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, Texas, West Virginia, Iowa State, Baylor. Uh, Soon to be Big 12 schools, Houston, UCF, BYU, and of course that Cincinnati shirt they debuted just in time for the playoff. Plus more than 100 schools total that are available and they've got new ones coming out and like they're teasing January like get ready folks. Maybe that's TCU's music. Maybe. I know it's coming. So look. If they're okay getting something a little bit late, or maybe you just want something for yourself. Maybe you're thinking, you know what? I, I'm, I know I'm gonna get some money for Christmas. This is gonna be awesome. Maybe you still need to give someone an idea, which, you know, whatever. Gift cards at Homefield Apparel are available. Of course, they also have the incredible apparel that you will find there. Whatever you decide to do, whatever you decide to buy, whenever you decide to do. So remember to use the promo code NETWORK12, N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2 for 15% off your first order. All orders of $100 or more still getting free shipping. And hey, look, again, they're going to be debuting some stuff in January. So maybe you're just waiting until January. You're going to take all that, all that cash money you got, shoved into stockings and cards, and you're going to go make your purchase then. Just remember that promo code. It's going to come in handy. NETWORK12. N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2 for 15% off your first order and be rocking the most comfortable vintage college sports apparel this holiday season and college basketball season and soon to college baseball season college softball season and college... Did you believe that was an actual fade out? Did I do that all right? Yeah, that was good. I'm proud of myself. Welcome one, welcome all. And yes, I want you to be listening to the Tortillas and Takes podcast presented by 1012 Network. If you are a fan that is of a team that has 12 wins going to the national championships every year, that just loves to talk about all the success that your program has had, well, then you're probably not a Texas Tech fan. However, if you are a fan that just likes to really be in it every week and and really have a real good shot at winning it, you're also probably not a Texas Tech fan. However, if you have really high highs and really low lows and really drink quite a bit, you might be a Texas Tech fan. So come along and party with us here at Tortillas and Takes. We're going to sit back, crack open a cold one, eat some tortillas. And as, and as always, we're going to stay wrecked, people. All right. Hey, no more ad reads the rest of the show. We're just going to get, we're going the rest of the way. I got them done. We're done. You're welcome. You don't have to skip ahead any 30 seconds, which you should be doing because these are wonderful partners that we love having here on this network and this show. We appreciate them partnering with us, trusting us to promote their stuff. You guys can do us a favor by actually going and shopping. And you're doing yourself a favor too, because really the home field stuff is awesome. And symbol is super cool. And the more people I keep telling about it, they're like, that's amazing. A stock market for sports. Who would have thought of such a thing? Cymbal did. Anywho, all right. I am so excited for this game. I am so excited. And I promise not to make the joke that if you told an Iowa state fan before the season, they'd be playing Clemson in a bowl game that they'd be like, yeah, we made the playoff. And yet here they are not doing so uh, because they didn't, but neither did Clemson. So I guess that's kind of makes them feel better. Of course, we were talking about the It bowl where the winning coach gets dumped with a cooler full of cheese. It's it's no Mayo bowl. And God, I hope North Carolina wins that game because I really, really, really want to see Mac Brown get dumped with Duke's Mayo after that team wins, because that sounds both disgusting and awesome at the same time. Don't, don't make that face, Chris. You know, you want to see Mac Brown get just doused with mayonnaise. Okay. Thick white mayonnaise. Well, I want to see one of these coaches get doused with cheez Trust me. I've seen Gundy do it. It's a lot of fun. All right. Iowa State, Clemson in the cheese it Bowl. They're in Orlando. I am pumped for this game. I am not kidding. Uh, at the moment, Clemson, about a one point favorite over under Around 44, 44 and a half because, <laughs> yeah, not shocking. Uh, I believe it is, Daniel, I believe it's your turn to go first again.
2: I'm going to continue my trend all year of fading Clemson. I hate both these teams. Both these teams, underachievers, well-documented underachievers, Iowa State. We faded them a couple times during the regular season, but it's like uh, – This bowl is like just two teams that like their, their years ended up so poorly. Like I hate both of them. Again, another game I'm going to have no money on. There's no intrigue here. The total's a little too low, you know, for me to want to hit the under, if this was a a 48 and a half or, you know, a 48 flat, I'd love this under, but 45 being a key number, I'm going to stay away. It's like, dude, I just hate Clemson more then I'd hate backing Clemson more than I'd hate backing Iowa state. So I'm going with the clones here, but it just feels awful. If either, if either team didn't show up and just got, you know, we had some sort of 27, nothing game to either direction. I wouldn't be surprised at all.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I, I agree with you because this is, but this season wasn't great for either team. At the end of this, at the end of the whole thing, Iowa state still gets a matchup with Clemson. And I think you can get excited about that a little bit based on who Clemson has been recently. Clemson is not going to be excited about playing Iowa state regardless. I mean, they're just not. And I, there's a little bit of redemption here for the Cyclones, you know, kind of, you know, at least end on a good note for this season and get the win. I'm surprised that Clemson is the favorite efficiency numbers have Iowa state flat out winning by four or five points. Um, I'm going to ride the Cyclones. And I went immediately after Daniel jumped in to force Philip to go with something different.
1: I'm trying to remember. I think. Yeah. So. If you, if you take the who cares principle, it's Iowa state. Like I understand their season was disappointing, but I have no doubt that Matt Campbell has this team and the seniors who stuck around and are still going to be playing in this game. Like, jacked to play Clemson and I know it's not playoff Clemson but it's still a chance to beat a team in Clemson who is a big deal who is a national power who has won a national championship in the past decade like I think Iowa State's going to be jacked for this game I think I've seen a lot of Iowa State fans who are like yeah I want to go like I get it it's very exciting like I think they're going to come to play does Clemson care like you think Iowa State's disappointed they make the playoff Clemson didn't make the playoff. Both of their coordinators are gone and are taking staff members with them. And now Mm -hmm. they're just promoting from within. And maybe that'll work. We're going to find out if the Dabo thing is for real or not this year because it's the first time they've faced real adversity on this coaching staff. But here's my other problem. Um, So I was going to ask Brock Purdy. under? Brock Purdy is going to be without two receivers, Joe Skates and Treat Milton gone. Okay, uh, Brees Hall is done. He's not playing in this game. Uh, <clears throat> Ashim Young is gone. Starting quarterback, Kim Andy King is gone. Linebacker, Eric Horn is gone. Like, uh, there's a lot of opt-outs that are big names for Iowa State who are not playing in this game. Yes, I I don't know who all the opt-outs are for... Clemson I don't I don't follow them as closely as I do Iowa State obviously. so so let me ask like, you I,
0: yeah. do you think that that is a indicator of who want like do they want to play does this team want to play this bowl game or is uh, that a chance for these younger guys to be like now I get a chance to you know do something I, I think
1: there's been some uh I, I think for the opt-outs it makes sense for Hall not to play in this game well oh, sure absolutely for the, I, the, the, I tra- the massive wave of transfers out of Iowa State is there's some young guys the coaches want to get in and and get playing and get practice time because, I mean, uh, Mike Gundy was talking to his press conference. They basically compare like prep bowl prep is like having an extra spring practice for all the reps. You're going to get the young guys. Like it's, it's awesome opportunity. I also think in Iowa state, there's some, they're pushing some, some culture guys out that they let stick around because they were going for it this year that they're not going to be going for it next year. So they don't, they don't want to deal with that stuff anymore. Um, So I think there's some younger guys who are going to, who are going to step up in this game. I think Iowa State's going to care. I have real concerns about no Skates, no Milton, uh, no Brees Hall, some of the guys on defense versus Clemson not having the coordinators. Like, I, I have – Like, honestly, like, do I just ride with you guys and either we all win or we all lose because I get the last pick here? So Chris the decided the to allow me that opportunity. Uh <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> So while you think about it. Okay, Clemson's why offense do you think about was getting things a... figured out. Iowa State's defense is good. Clemson's defense we know is really good. Like, if you told me this game ended 17 to 14, I wouldn't be entirely shocked. Um over, the, over under is like 50-50 for Iowa State this season. Uh for Clemson, it's I mean, the, un, the over has hit more in the last six weeks of the season than the under has, because their offense has started to get things figured out. Do you have a, I, you have a coin nearby? <sighs> you know what? I think Iowa State's going to care more about this game than Clemson does. But the opt-outs concern me. But I'm also trying to win here more than I care about being right, because uh, I want the six-pack. That's weak. Very badly. That's weak. I want, I want Hey. It's a week. We're we're I we're playing. I'm playing to win. Okay, it's playing to win. Playing to win. And if Daniel's going to be going after me because he wants to play to win, then All I right. can do whatever. You're I first want the rest of the way out. I am riding. That's not how this game works. And you don't run this podcast. <laughs> I'm riding with you guys. I'm taking Iowa State plus one. All right. So I do think they're going to win. Uh, let me put it this way. I really do, in my heart of hearts, think Iowa State cares way more about this game than Clemson does. I think the coaching staff losses for Clemson are going to be a massive problem. I have more faith in Iowa State, even with the opt-outs, that they're going to have at the end of this game an opportunity to win with Brock Purdy. I do. I really do. And he's still got his most important weapon of all outside of Freeze Hall. Um, so I'll take Iowa State. I am I am seriously, I'm not just riding with you guys, I do think Iowa State wins. Are we at a point
0: where the non-conference matters more than bowl games? Yeah.
1: What do you, wait a minute. What do you... Just non-conference, non-conference games.
0: Non-conference games matter more than bowl games.
2: Non-conference regular season? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. I think so. When were we when were
1: not at that point?
0: I I don't know. The BCS. I feel like teams cared more. No, I understand
1: Brees Hall. Like, I get it. I don't you, like it, you, but I get You it. can't get to the bowl game. You can't achieve the, the, the goals of the regular season if you don't win in the non-conference. But what's the point
0: of achieving these goals when you get there and just no one cares at the end?
1: Well, I don't like the no one cares life That is that is a nonsense narrative that's been pushed by certain th- people in the media. Like, people care about bowl games. No, you don't have massive crowds of bowl games. It's too expensive. It's the holidays. You're not going to spend... I'm not
0: talking about bowl. going to bowl games. I'm just talking about in general, You know, do the teams care? Do the players Does care? You, you know, I mean, like-
1: I think a lot of players do. I think there's problems with certain um, coaches and and systems set up where they don't. I think there are programs that don't care if it's not like if Alabama I mean I I buy to some extent Nick Saban's excuse every time they lose a a non-playoff game that they didn't care because it's built so much to getting to a certain thing that that's all that matters to them and if they can't achieve that goal what does this consolation prize matter to them but for most teams a lot of teams bowl games do matter because it for many it's your last opportunity um you don't always get to make bowl games regularly like I, I do think they care also and let me find the tweet that uh, I think it was Stu Mandel from The Athletic put out about TV numbers uh, according to bowl games. I'm going to have to scroll back, so just give me a second. Ah, okay. Uh, Network, network bowl games. Independence Bowl, the Independence Bowl, the Independence Bowl in Shreveport, Alabama, Louisiana, whatever. Um, 3.2 million viewers on ABC. LA Bowl, 2.9 million. Celebration Bowl, 2.6 million. Tiger Woods and his son on ABC. That whole thing, 2.3. Kentucky, North Carolina hoops on CBS, 1.8. On ESPN, four NBA games, 1.7 million average. The Boca Bowl got 1.6. The New Mexico Bowl got 1.5. People pay attention to the Bowl so, games. So let me they ask you like the Bowl games. Let me ask you
0: this game, Iowa State Clemson, this mm-hmm. Bowl game, which gets higher ratings, this Bowl or if these two teams met before the preseason and like Houston or, or somewhere in one of the big non-conference right. games the,
1: the non-conference game gets better ratings
0: yeah i agree of course it does yeah
1: well yeah
0: of course it all right good. well that was my my point just weird
1: <laughs> all right heading to <laughs> memphis tennessee uh the home of beale street uh the liberty bowl where i have been beale street is awesome it's fun to go to this game for everything except for the actual game itself because the stadium is t rash uh yes I have this ranked as the third best bowl game matchup, not because of the player, the actual game on the field, but because we get Texas tech versus Mississippi state. And that was done intentionally. That was unintentionally. And thank you. Thank you. Powers that be who finally gave us Mike Leach versus Texas tech in a bowl game. I am thrilled to watch this one, even though I'm not sure how good of a game it's actually going to be. And Vegas kind of backs that up at the moment. Mississippi state is about a nine and a half point favorite. This gun's a little bit all over the place. Over under about 59.
2: Uh Chris, I'll go first. will go oh, first. I'll, well, there yeah, we go. I'll, I'll put okay. it out there for you. I, I'm decisive. Hey, first off, your quarterback, uh, am I saying it right? BJ Simons. Is that right? Yes. That that's the one who had yeah. the yards. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, that was your guy. Looked him up there. So uh he got drafted seventh round, 2004. But yeah, so um he was your that's who Zappy beat for the single yeah, for season the yards. most yards. Yep. Um, this is a no-brainer, easiest pick of almost all the bowl games. We're taking Texas Tech, and I think Texas Tech has a very good chance of winning this game as a ten-point dog. Obviously, I get the points. This is not a dog selection, but Mike Leach.
0: well let me ask you: Do you want the points, yeah. or do you want two no, 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 no? I'm just, I'm points just taking the for points. betting it on the betting line. No, no, no. On the no. Line.
2: Just, just, just give me the points. Just give me the points. We're just doing this. Texas Tech, give me the points. Mike Leach um, probably has to be one of the worst coaches on earth when it comes to preparing his team for bowl games. And, and, you know, I am still bitter. I couldn't even tell you what bowl it was, but he was Washington State, and he was minus three versus Colorado State, and it was like a – it's one of the early bowls. It was like a, you know, Saturday, December 18th, 12 noon kick. He had an 18-point lead with two minutes and 46 seconds left. And not only did he not cover, he lost the game in regulation. And ever since that moment, I said, I hate Mike Leach forever and as, as a bowl coach. And sure enough, when you go pull it up, he's uh, if you just fade him on the money line, you're 8-3 in bowl games. And he, he loses as a favorite all the time in this spot. And this is going to be another situation where Texas Tech is going to hang And Mississippi state might not even get off the bus and they might not care. You know, I don't know what it is about him as a coach, but he just does not prepare these guys to play. And I'm going to the well again. I'm going to have real money down on Texas tech. The best line I can find when this thing kicks here in a couple of days.
1: All right. Well, Daniel, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not, I'll let you pick. Um, what you were referring to is the 2013 New Mexico Bowl between 6 and 6 Washington State and se- and uh 7 and 6 Colorado State in which Washington State had a 45 to 30 lead with 9:35 left. It was higher Colorado It got, State it scored got bigger it, too. Uh when that Colorado State scored a touchdown with 2:52 left. Colorado State scored a touchdown and got a two-point conversion with 33 seconds left colorado state hit the game winning 41 yard field goal with no seconds left
2: (laughs) and they were still washington state was like uh when they were up 15 they were like running hurry up taking no time off the clock and i'm holding like a minus three ticket thinking like dude what are you doing if you just like if you just sit on this thing this is this game is over but um when they scored that touchdown at 252 They had Washington state had just fumbled. They got the ball. They got a kickoff and they were running. Hurry up, snapping the ball. It's like 28 seconds left on the play clock with the clock ring. It's like, what are you guys doing? Quarterback had a keeper. I believe on like third and six got hit fumbled quarterback. I can't remember. He had red hair. He went to the league for a few years. He started a few games for Buffalo bills. Even the quarterback for Washington state that year. Um, Anyway. God, he re- ripped my heart out. At that point in my life, that was one of my biggest bets was uh, Washington <laughs> State minus three. And here I am reliving it. God, that was awful. Texas Tech plus 10, circa, real number, but wins win straight up. Screw Mike Leach.
0: You know, I don't like to root against the Big 12. Uh, I don't like to pick against them in these games. But I'm rooting for Mike Leach. Mike Leach is about to commit war crimes against texas tech he is going to murder this team like we are going to witness a dis disembowelment of a football team in a few days mike leach is not over what happened to him in lubbock and he is going to make a statement you talk about a team caring there's no way this team doesn't care for leach like he I can't even fathom what is about to happen to the Red Raiders. And there's a lot of reasons to be excited to be a Texas Tech fan right now. I think they put together a phenomenal coaching staff. Uh, the future is very bright in Lubbock right now. But this game, <laughs> this game, you just don't watch it. This game's going to get ugly, it's going to be bad. I'm taking Mississippi State.
1: Uh, I can get you. Minus I I saw nine. Was, was there a nine?
2: I thought I, thought I saw yeah. a, a real there was a nine, nine
1: out there. What did I see? I think it was at uh, South Point. Yeah.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah there's um, some real nines on that one.
1: Mike Leach is eight and eight in bowl games uh, all time. Uh, so this will break that one way or the other. Yeah, the question is always like, who cares about this bowl game? I, I kind of wonder if Chris is right, because of course, Texas Tech, everything that went down, like Texas Tech still owes Mike Leach money. Uh Mike Leach probably cares about this game. He probably cares about this game. Uh I, I like Texas Tech. I'm glad they got to a full game this year. Uh <laughs> uh. Ugh. I I have a hard time seeing Texas Tech win this game. Like I I they could. Again, West is the, only t- is the only team where I'm like, uh oh. like I, 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 I could see a way Texas Tech wins this game if things get weird. Um, but, ugh, uh, I, I think Mississippi State's the right side. My only hesitation on this is the line, like that's a that's a big line to cover. It's a bowl game. Bowl games are crazy. It's in Memphis. You know. Um, that that matters i yeah my my gut says mississippi state wins this game i <clears throat> the question is the line i will take them to cover the nine as well <clears throat> i'll side with chris here daniel you're welcome he gives you an opportunity to, to to try and get one closer on us um you want it you are you ready for a little stat yeah i
2: love stats since 2003 mike leach is 0 and six against the spread when- The spread is minus two or bigger in bowl games.
0: You ready for a stat? (laughs) I have a stat. Sure. Texas Tech hid behind the sovereignty clause to keep Leach from suing them.
1: (laughs) That's more of a fact than a stat. I don't care. So if one was a stat, one is a factoid. It was coward shit to do. All right. Uh, Sugar Bowl. I don't know how
0: they get another coach when they hid behind that and don't pay a guy they owe money like if i'm I'm sorry like i do i like texas tech and i like i said they have a bright future but if i was a football coach considering a position there that has to weigh on you like they ran the guy their best coach of all time out of town and refused to pay him. it's
1: it's a, that was a long time ago it's been a while different people in charge now like the idea that they couldn't get a head coach now since 2009 i mean law
0: still in place hmm? the law is still in place
1: well, that's that's okay. Well, oh, cool. All right, Sugar Bowl, New Orleans, uh, Baylor, Big Twelve champs facing off against Ole Miss. This one, man, again, some of these bowl games are really interesting. I don't think there's a bad bowl game. I just like OU, Oregon, like it's not as good as it should be. Baylor, Ole Miss. Oh, is this correct? Is that where we're at now? Oh goodness, this is basically a pick 'em. I see a few lines. Uh, Ole Miss is the only side favorite in this one, but there's a lot of pick em here. Over, under, around 55. Let's see. I believe it is my turn to go first. Ooh. Man. I believe Jeff Levy is still coaching this game before he heads off to become the offensive coordinator at the university of Oklahoma. I want to see if I can find confirmation of that real quick before I make this pick. Mm -hmm. Matt Corral is going to play in this game. Uh, mm -hmm.
2: he sounded motivated too. Corral sounded like I wouldn't bail on my guys at
0: all until next year.
1: (laughs) Well, he's going to be a first round draft pick. He's done. He's going to play the bowl game though. Um, Baylor is, I believe, 0-3 in like New Year's 6 big-time bowls in the past decade. Every time they've gotten there, they've lost. Um, I think the Baylor team is good, obviously. I think their defense is solid, obviously. I think Ole Miss' offense is... Whew. Now, Dave Aranda's got a lot of time to figure this Ole Miss team out, to figure this offense out, to have a plan for it. Ole Miss' defense is... Eh. Like, I'm half tempted to take the over in this game because it's only at 55, and... But man, you know what's crazy? The under has hit the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games in a row for Ole Miss. But part of that's because the over line was like 82, 76, 67, 65 for all in the 60s. Hmm. i am I either want the over in this or I want the Ole Miss side in this. I think if the over hits, Ole Miss wins. I don't think Baylor is going to be able to play. If Baylor can't stop Ole Miss, I don't think they can keep up with them, even though Miss, Ole Miss's defense isn't especially great. Um, I'm taking the over. I am. I'm taking the over 55 in this game. I, I think we're going to see some points. I think Ole Miss probably wins this. Um, I think Baylor's defense is going to get some stops. But at, at a, an Ole Miss game, the total this high, I like I like that. I'm going to take the over in this game, the over 55. Uh, I think it's – I don't know. go. Yeah.
0: I mean, this is tough. I mean, it's in, in the Superdome. hmm Yeah, I mean, a little bit of hometown uh, favor there for the Ole Miss. I don't know. I mean, Baylor, I don't think – I think if you play the baylor Oklahoma State game ten times, Oklahoma State's going to win six of them. I think they're the better team. But I think Baylor's the more well-balanced team. Obviously, their their offense is far more capable than Oklahoma State's offense. And being it so close, I'm riding with Big 12. I'm going to take Baylor to get the win.
1: Uh, I mean, we'll just give I'm you just Baylor straight ahead. Yeah. So, we'll just give you Baylor pick him. Daniel? I hate to, to do this and not
2: have some – you know, some decent content, but pure, pure game here.
1: See, he's doing a tube, Chris. <laughs> pure game. I,
2: I just, I have to take the under. I have to take, right? You're you're on the over, right? Yeah, I'm on the over. I'm on the over. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I actually, I think the over is the right side. I actually might have some real money on the over once this thing comes around. Uh, if you go pull it up, all the sharp moves are on the over. This thing just got hammered. 51 and a half got hit. A 52 and a half got hit, 53 and a half got hit at MGM. I mean, it's like people just kept coming back to this total and they've taken it all the way up to where it is now at 55. So, I mean, I think, you know, you're sort of chasing steam, taking that over, but. Ooh. But.
1: Is is it okay? Hold on a second. Just just to clarify, if I find a better line now, because I see a 54 and a half at Circa.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you could take it. Yeah, I mean, that's fair.
1: Thank you. Appreciate that.
2: Uh, I'm taking under 55. All right. I like the gamesmanship.
1: All right. Uh, last big 12 game, my favorite. And you can say that I'm biased. And to some extent I am. But also I think this game is going to be really good. Uh, fiesta Bowl between Oklahoma State and Notre Dame. Can we just talk about for a second, like, if the playoff expands to 12 teams, Baylor Ole Miss is a playoff game. That's a really fun playoff game. Oklahoma State, Notre Dame is a playoff game. That's a fun playoff game. Like, I I hope these eventually become playoff games because they should be, because that sounds incredible. Um and I think you'll get a you're still gonna get opt-outs, but you probably get fewer opt outs. Uh Oklahoma State, Notre Dame. I am jacked for this game. Notre Dame currently about a two point favorite, over under uh a forty-five and a half. Uh who who wants it? Who wants it? I'll to take you. it.
0: You know, I obviously you and I were Oklahoma State fans. And I'm gonna I'm gonna write the Cowboys here. But I think looking at the matchup, the only reason they lost the Big Twelve title game is because they're coming off of Bedlam. And, yeah, Spencer Sanders tried to do too much, and he's going to have to get reeled back in and play within the offense and, you know, just take what he's given. Don't go out and try to win the game. That kind of got away from him in the Big 12 title game, and he'll have to keep that in check in this matchup. But I think Oklahoma State wants this game. The uh, Gundy, I think, I mean, they're a little salty about losing Knowles, understandably. That's a big loss. But player-wise, I think they're returning uh, almost everybody. And th- that's a huge boon. And yeah, I-, I think that this is kind of a a game where they get a little bit of redemption. I, I like the Cowboys.
1: All right. Um, let me just kind of piggyback off of that. I'm also taking OSU Plus too. i uh, have a couple of reasons. Um, How many games Mike are we I'd different be-
0: on? Just so I know if I even have a chance here. One,
1: two, three...
0: Okay. So I have to win all of those and the non-con and you have to lose your non-con. Okay. Yes, that's correct.
1: Um, Mike Gundy. There's a story that Mike Gundy and former athletic director, Mike Holder got into it over the fact that Mike Gundy wanted banners for the bowl wins in the practice facility. Uh, Mike Gundy is 10 and five in bowl games. Um, And the losses, especially as of late were ones where they were absolutely the dog. Like it wasn't even close. Um, Mike Gundy cares about bowl games. His teams care about bowl games. He prepares his teams for bowl games, um, and and for Oklahoma State's players, uh, like I know they lost the Big Twelve title game, but they have an opportunity in this game to do something that has only been done once before in Oklahoma State football history. That's win twelve games. Plus, it doesn't hurt you're playing Notre Dame. Like that's a name that carries weight, and we can dog on Notre Dame and whatever. Like as a as a player, oh, who doesn't want to go? If you if I'm, you're going to go beat Notre Dame, okay, I want to go beat Notre Dame. Like I want to go beat Notre Dame. Like, that's a team you want to beat. It's a a big deal. It's a big game. This is an awesome opportunity. Players are here. There's no opt-outs. They've had uh, a backup offensive lineman into the transfer portal, a backup defensive lineman, Jaden Jordan, again, though, um, from talks, he may still play in this game because he may not actually transfer. We don't know. The biggest loss for Oakland State, obviously, is Jim Knowles. Um, We don't know who's going to call players on defense. Gundy, I think, is... I think some of his confidence about how, like, we'll be fine is a little bit of, like, not wanting to get an old credit because he's a bit salty about this whole thing right now. To your th- comment on OSU loss because of Bedlam. Bedlam playing into the fact that OSU was so much more injured than Baylor was in that game that it had a huge effect. Offensive line was beat up. No Jalen Warren. You're down to your third and fourth string running backs. Like, I think OSU's injuries played a huge, huge part in that game. Jalen Warren sounds like he might be healthy enough to play. The offensive line should be healthier. Do they get Denny Godlewski back? Like I just. The offensive line is key back? there. Because even if they yes. had
0: Warren for bed or for. If you play if style, Warren's dude, in that
1: game, OSU wins. No, Warren doesn't run into a wall any better than anybody else. Like uh, he. All that aside, I don't want to rehash the game. Point is. If OSU is healthier, Notre Dame's had the two biggest opt outs in this game, um, both on the defensive side of the ball. It's two good defensive teams. I think this is a lower scoring. I don't like touching the total because of that. I know I'm being a fan right now, and my my head says Notre Dame, but my heart says OSU. I'm gonna ride with my heart and take Oklahoma State plus two.
0: I think you should go with
2: your head. Well, of course you do, Daniel. I'm not just gonna do a little gamesmanship.
0: I think Oklahoma State
2: is going to win the game. I also think this game's is going to go under the total of 45 and It um, wouldn't shock me. Yeah, this is, um, this Notre Dame offense is not going to be coming in here on all cylinders. Not a lot of motivation on the Notre Dame side, unless that new, you know, I know they hired from within for their next head coach, unless he gets some sort of, you know, raw raw under everybody, but which I do. I,
1: I yeah, that I holds, mean, like, everybody else is staying, and I think the players are really, really. I think there's a lot of people bought into him, uh, Marcus Freeman being promoted as a DC to head coach. I think there was a lot of people inside the program who wanted that. I don't think they have the like. Oh no, the head coach is gone. What are we going to do? Like, I think those players are bought into play for him. Yeah, I oh, th- yeah. echo what echo
0: what Philip just said. Like, let's not underplay the fact that they had the exact same thing. What happened to OU happened to them, and they just didn't even blink. Right. Like Brian Kelly pieces out and they're like, cool. See ya, Like, we're good. We got the difference this.
1: Was Kelly didn't get to take any of his coaching staff from Notre Dame with him. They all stayed. Well, they the didn't
0: game. want to. Yeah. That, that's what I mean. Like, I mean, it gutted OU and they're scrambling. And Notre Dame is like, yeah, I mean, we're okay. We're good. Sorry, Daniel. Go ahead. Please. No, it's
2: okay. Uh, I, I, this Oklahoma State team matches up so well. Uh, against what Notre Dame's going to want to do and m- look it, it like it it's a tough draw you know i i know Notre Dame's got this new coach and they have raw rod with them and it's everyone's happy about it but like the guy still has, has to go out now and be a head coach in a bowl game against an elite defense like this is not an easy task to just like you don't just step right in and say okay we're we're not going to miss a beat and we're going to go up against this absolute daunting task it's not like you know they're taking the field against like a boise state or a tennessee d or something like that like they're going against an oklahoma state d that feels like there's going to be a level of motivation here um the pace that these two teams play, the under 45 and a half which i love it i like a shutout wouldn't be crazy to me or like you know single digits for notre dame that wouldn't really surprise me
1: my my one counter to that is this. Um, how often teams were able on their first few drives to have success against Oklahoma State's defense and then mad scientist Jim Knowles made the adjustments throughout the game to just turn it on and figure out exactly what needed to be done to shut that opposing offense down. And without him there, my only concern on the defense for Oklahoma State is, is there anybody on the staff who can do that? As a, Can they do that still? Can they still figure out how to make the changes to shut down what's working for the opponent or... Can they, or was that really Jim Knowles and, and all Jim Knowles? that that is my only concern on that. But I think the under is a good side there. I just, it's lower than I want to touch. Um, okay. We're to our non-vig 12 pick. There's lots of big bowl 12 or there's lots of bowl games going on. Only caveat as we are recording this the night of the 21st, you cannot pick a bowl game. Uh basically you can't pick today's games and you can't pick Missouri army that is on Wednesday, but every other bowl game moving forward, you are allowed to pick, um, to whoever would like to go first have at it gotcha washington state
2: no i take that back although i love that of some real life money down on washington state i'm taking wake forest uh plus three this thing has been hammered down it was at seven i got real money down at seven uh but word is now out texas a&m uh they're going to be sending like half team. i mean there's going to be guys starting all over the field for texas a&m that have gotten very little time if any this year this is not going to be the Texas A&M team that we think I'm surprised the line is even still at minus three I think Wake Forest wins the game straight up but if I could take the three I'll take it I don't think Wake Forest is very good but I mean there is no motivation at all for Texas A&M in this spot team and coaching staff they're doing all their practices just over zoom right now they're not even prepping you know. I'm 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 betting the news. Wake Forest wins straight up. Give me plus three. Uh, wait,
1: plus? Th- I see them favored everywhere.
2: No, Wake Forest is plus three. Wake Forest is is not currently favored in this game.
1: Oh, this is this side is wrong.
2: What Texas is A&M this? is minus three. Pretty much That's across. That's what I
1: was like. That was where I was like, oh, I'm gonna yeah. pick my dog. And every this website is wrong. Then no, has yeah, it, it has, Force yeah, it has is Wake
0: Forest as the favorite across the board. Across the board. I mean, I can go into a.
2: They just—they just, like, they, they haven't flipped. Yeah, it must just be that one game. Hold on, I'm checking. I'm actually logging into a real book here just to see yeah. if something. When we talked about happening. doing a dog. Yeah, we I was use like,
1: Wake Forest and yeah. give it to me. Bring it.
2: Wake Forest, is, yeah. Wake Forest is the dog plus
1: three. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I hate you because that, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I, I'm on no a real book. I, I'm
2: logged out. Like uh, I'm into a real Perfect. sports book. Yeah. They're plus. No,
1: i that. Thank you. Uh, that's a, that you took my pick like straight up like that. <laughs> everything about this game is like, wake's going to score like they usually do. And it will slow them down a bit. Their offense can't keep up. No Calzada. They're dealing with COVID issues. Like, nah, they Wake! Wake wants to play this game. This is a huge opportunity for Wake. Texas A M couldn't give, couldn't care less. Like, yeah, now yeah, absolutely um, absolutely frickin'lutely. Um, Chris, do you want to go next? I'll go last. Give you guys, in case you want to yeah. take something, no, I'll that go like. and
0: take this. I'm going to go to a soccer field in Frisco, Texas. San Diego State is a three point favorite over UTSA. I think this game is like 31-17 in third quarter.
1: Like this is nice try nice try nice try move it along move it along
0: (laughs) no uh actually i am gonna stick into the big 12 i am going to take cincinnati playing with house money against alabama with i think the highest spread of all the bowl games i mean i yeah it's alabama yeah they just got a big win whatever cincinnati you talk about wanting to go no one wants to be there more in Cincinnati. is the moment too big do they get lost in the in the lights you know i don't know But I do know that everybody in the world is telling them they can't win this game and nobody believes in them more than they do. I I think, I think they, I think they cover the spread if not win this game.
1: Love it. Love that call. Hey, very nice. Very nice. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like the uh, future Pick 12 team that you're siding with here, man. There's a couple of ones. Don't wait for Ah, I should have gone first. Oh, well, Uh, you got to play catch up and I don't. (laughs) <laughs> okay um hmm.
2: i'm telling you washington will, state that's a freebie Dude, i
1: miami. love utah's defensive line against ohio state i think it's going to give them trouble ohio state's about a six and a half point favorite um, i do really like washington state miami like good grief that uh, um hmm, that might be where i go i'm looking i'm looking da da, da da who are the other ones that i was thinking about um Man, there are some wonky lines on here because this one can't decide if North Carolina or South Carolina is the favorite. Um, oh,
2: North Carolina is definitely the favorite. They're like what eight or nine points or something like that. Yeah,
1: right? it's a nine point. It's just got it's kind yeah. it of flipped in a couple yeah. of different spots. That's not right. Um,
0: that is weird. Yeah, Philip and I use
1: Vegas Insider, and they're typically it's pretty, not working right. Yeah. now because it's the same problem for Wisconsin, and Arizona State. Who's the favorite in Wisconsin, and Arizona State? It's Wisconsin, right?
0: Yeah, Wisconsin six and a yeah, half. This is
1: something's going on with this site. It's getting wonky. Um, uh, now if I would, I would, I don't like them by that much, but I think they win. Um, uh, yeah, all these lines look flipped. Well, some of them do, because there's no way Central Michigan is a favorite over Boise State. Miami is the favorite with over Washington State, right? Because uh, again, these lines are
2: um, monkey. It's like, it's now like down to sort of a pick 'em kind of thing. There's a Circa's minus one Miami, a lot of offshores are minus one Washington State. You're basically going to pick them.
1: All right, so I get give me Wazoo just as a pick'em. Just, just yeah, so you get a, you a get a
2: plus one. You can get Wazoo plus one. There we go,
1: Wazoo plus
2: one. Yeah, look I, at that. I, I, I gave agree. You a, I, I a little you charity. For Appreciate you. that. Give you, you a winner.
1: I was on my list, but it wasn't the top one on my list. Like I really do, I'm, I really do think the th- one of the things that's given Ohio State a ton of trouble this year is is really good defensive lines. Utah's defensive line, like. It wouldn't shock me if Utah beat Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. Like, would not shock me. Apparently, the Utah contingent that's heading out there is massive. Utah's defensive line is good. Uh, Cam rising. Former Texas quarterback is, uh, since he came in, Utah's been good. Like, Utah was that team that if you had a 12-team playoff, I would not want to face them in that playoff right now. They are playing incredibly well. And I don't just because they made Oregon look like hot garbage. But, man, I I would put... a. Daniel, what's uh? I don't know. We're we're done. Okay, this has been awesome. I love this. You guys are great. Um, this is our last pickem. I'm very sad that we are done. Uh, we will obviously talk about who is our big winner when we come back. Because again, this is our last episode of the year. So, boys, let me just say this. Um, you've been uh, been through this season with me. Second straight year we've had the three of us together doing this, and I'm I love this. This is great. Uh, we stumbled upon this trio. Chris and I did it and had guests on two years mm-hmm. ago. We found Daniel a couple times randomly. And Daniel, this uh, this is great, man. I appreciate both of you the time you devoted this and put into this, and, and do this every week with me. I love our picks episodes. I hate when the season ends because we don't do these. We have to figure out something fast. Daniel, we gotta we gotta talk hoops in the new year, man. We gotta talk yeah. betting hoops because that's your that's where you make your money. I know that's and, so. That's uh,
2: why I'm hesitant to go giving away the, the
1: secrets. <laughs> Get you and Jamie on because Jamie's doing the uh, Jamie's doing the women's lines to pick twelve with Bavada and and doing pretty well so oh, that's far. cool that's she's, really cool she's got yeah bovada is like the first place that actually has the women's the college women's basketball lines available and she's she's doing pretty well so far she's got a winning record i think last check was like 17 to nine so far in the season so she's doing pretty well over there uh if you want to check her stuff out we'll have that in the show notes so we also have the uh, the link to home field apparel and the reminder the promo code for it and simple in our in our show notes um do us a favor guys Uh Of course, if you're an iTunes listener, I know most of you are. My Christmas wish is five-star rating and review. It really does help us out. If you're a Spotify listener, which I know the second most of you are, they now have ratings, no reviews yet on Spotify, but they now have ratings. So if you wouldn't mind going in and giving us a five-star rating, it would really, really help us out. Again, that's my Christmas wish from all of you. Unless of course you want to tell a friend and be like, here, listen to this. And like, hold them down and force the earphones on them until their, you know, eyes bleed. Uh guys, seriously, merry christmas, happy new year. I'm excited about about continuing this with the two of you uh and uh, getting you both on more in the off season than I than I did last year. That was a fault of mine. Uh any final thoughts before we bounce and head into our our week long break? Nope, go enjoy it. Merry
2: Christmas. Uh thank you all the listeners. I appreciate the interaction. Let's dig up some, uh, some fun season win total for next season.
0: And yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, looking back, it has been a pretty incredible year. You have Kansas beating Texas, you have Oklahoma and Texas not even playing for the Big 12 title. Just a pretty wild year in general. It's been a lot of fun, and I enjoyed doing this.
1: Follow Daniel on Twitter at DannerB7. You can hit him up to get into the Slack chat to talk all sorts of betting if that is your kind of jam. Uh, Don't follow Chris's personal account. He doesn't want you to and he doesn't use it. Uh, You can follow him at the underscore LGG and uh, nudge, nudge, hint, hint, poke, poke. uh, 1012network.com where you at some point will be able to find the links to all 10 shows in the 1012 network. Go give all our shows a follow. Check them all out. Leave them all a nice rating and review. That'd be a, a nice thing to, for them to get wake up to on Christmas morning as well. We'll be back in the new year. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and thanks to everybody.
2: Podcast Network.